Hello everyone, my name is David Deckelhills and this is the Voice of Thunder. Reminding you that Christmas isn't cancelled. Now, oftentimes when we're going through things, it can be difficult to get into the Christmas spirit. It can be hard to get into the mood. But you gotta realize you made it through another year. You get to celebrate with your family. You get to open presents and give presents. Everyone's been doing Secret Santa recently, and I am terrible at giving gifts. So I am struggling a little bit, but I think I did. I think I did okay. I think I did okay. Unfortunately, a lot of the gifts that I ordered are delayed, and now it doesn't even matter. So, or the gifts that I wanted to, but that's okay. You can't control everything in the, in the, in the world. I'm not going to spend too much time before getting into it because today is going to be special. I'm going to tell that good old story of the child in the manger because it's Christmas time and that's what you got to do. Uh, but before I do that, my computer wanted to teach me about something that I didn't really know. So, A baby hedgehog is called a hoglet. And hoglets may be the cutest things known to humankind. Its name comes from the combination of the place it's sometimes found and the thing it sort of resembles. That was directly from Omi. I don't really know what voice I imagine Omi to have. He probably sounds kind of mechanical. Like, does he sound mechanical? No, I don't sound mechanical. I find that I have a certain flavor with my words. It's almost as though I'm trying to hug you or impress you with everything that I say. But I don't know. Maybe that's not. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what that is. That's not really a voice, huh? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Omi is more of a pet name or like a friend. I know who I am and I know about all the things that I should. My goal is to teach you in the best of ways. And even if the information sometimes feels like it doesn't mean anything, uh, trust me, it will come in handy at some point in your life. Well, I don't really know what I'm doing now, so I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to embody the voices, you know, I'm trying. Um, I'm not going to give up on the vocal identity part. I just wanted to do the reading this week uh, strictly for Christmas. Next week, however, even though it'll be New Year's, I'll still be doing that. So be look, look out for vocal identity part two. The editing in this is going to be critical. And I don't even have that much time. So let's just get right into it. Actually, before that, you guys probably wonder, why do I always say I don't have much time? Well, I have to post these on Friday. Which means I have to record them and edit them and then upload them to every platform that I'm trying to upload them to. This isn't really much of a big deal. However, uh, I procrastinate. Like, I actually wanted to start a club for procrastinators, but I keep putting it off. <laughs> that was a... <laughs> That was a bad joke that my stepdad told. I don't know why I put it here. But, uh, yes, I procrastinate a lot. And so now every day, I'm oh, every time it's time to upload, it's like the very last minute. 
I'll try to fix that habit in the new year. But for now, we just gotta do what we gotta do. Okay, then. So without further delay, it's time. Long ago, about 2,000 years, when King Herod ruled Judea, now a part of Israel, God sent the angel Gabriel to a young woman who lived in the northern town of Nazareth. The girl's name was Mary, and she was engaged to Mary Joseph. That <laughs> Mary Joseph. Mary. She was engaged to Mary Joseph. I don't know why that felt so weird to me. Anyways, the girl's name was Mary, and she was engaged to marry Joseph. Yeah, it should just be engaged to Joseph. Anyways, anyway, sorry. The angel Gabriel said to Mary, Peace be with you. God has blessed you and is pleased with you. Mary was very surprised by this and wondered what the angel meant. The angel said to her, Don't be afraid. God has been very kind to you. You will become pregnant by the Holy Spirit and give birth to a baby boy and you will call him Jesus. He will be God's own son, and his kingdom will never end. Mary was very afraid, but she trusted God. Let it happen as God chooses, she replied to the angel. Gabriel also told Mary that her cousin Elizabeth, who everyone thought was too old to have children, would have a baby boy whom God had chosen to prepare the way for Jesus. Mary said goodbye to her family and friends and went to visit her cousin Elizabeth and her husband Zachariah. Elizabeth was very happy to see Mary. She knew that Mary had been chosen by God to be the mother of his son. An angel had already told Zechariah that Elizabeth's baby would be what An angel had already told Zechariah that An angel had already told Zechariah that Elizabeth's baby, Elizabeth's baby would prepare to welcome Jesus. He was about to be called John. Mary stayed with Mary stayed with Elizabeth about 3 months and then returned home to Nazareth. Joseph was worried when he found out that Mary was expecting a baby before their marriage had taken place. He had wondered if he should put off the wedding altogether. Then an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, "Don't be afraid to have Mary as your wife." The angel explained that Mary had been chosen by God to be the mother of his son and told Joseph that the baby would be named Jesus, which means savior, because he would save people. Hmm. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel had told him to do and took Mary as his wife. At this time, the land where Mary and Joseph lived was a part of the Roman Empire. The Roman emperor, Augustus, wanted to have a list of all the people in the empire to make sure they had paid their taxes. He ordered everyone to return to the town where their families originally came from and enter their names in a register or census there. Mary and Joseph traveled a long way, about 70 miles on foot, mind you, from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Well, actually, maybe it wasn't on foot. Maybe it was like, uh, maybe it was like on, on camel. But even still, 70 miles because that is where Joseph's family came from. Most people walked, but some lucky people had a donkey to help carry the goods needed for the journey. See? 
Joseph and Mary traveled very slowly because Mary's baby was due to be born soon. When they reached Bethlehem, they had problems finding somewhere to stay. So many people had come together to so many people had come to register their names in the census that every house was full and every bed was taken in all of the guest rooms. The only place to stay that they could find was with the animals. People often kept animals in the house, especially at night, and used them like central heating. People normally slept on a raised upper level with the animals below to give them extra warmth. Okay. So, in the place where the animals slept, Mary gave birth to Jesus, the Son of God. In those days, it was custom to wrap the newborn babies tightly in long cloth called swaddling clothes. Jesus' bed was the manger that the animals ate their hay from. In the hills and fields outside Bethlehem, shepherds looked after their sheep through the long night. As the new day began, suddenly an angel appeared before them, and the glory of God shone around them. The shepherds were very, very scared, but the angel said, Don't be afraid. I have good news for you and everyone. Today in Bethlehem, a Savior has been born for you. You will find the baby lying in a manger. Then many more angels appeared, lighting up the sky. The shepherds heard them praising God, singing, Glory to God in the highest! and peace to everyone on earth. When the angels had gone, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see what has happened. So the shepherds went to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph. The baby Jesus was lying in a manger as they had been told. When they saw him, they told everyone what the angel had said and everyone who heard the story were astonished. Then the shepherds returned to their sheep praising God for sending his son to be their savior. When Jesus was born, a brand new bright star appeared in the sky. Some wise men in, a far, in, some wise men in faraway countries saw the star and guessed what it meant. They were very clever men that studied the stars and had read in very old writings that a new star would appear when a great king was born. They set out to find the new king and bring him gifts. These were the astrologists of the old days. When wise, the wise men found the stars towards the country of Judea. The wise men followed the star towards the country of Judea. And when they got to the capital called Jerusalem, they began to ask people, where is the child who was born to be king of the Jews? Herod, the king of Judea, heard this and it made him very angry to think that someone might be going to take his place as king. Herod sent for the wise men to come to him. He told them to go on to go on following the star until they had found the baby king. He said, when you have found him, let me know where he is so that I can go and worship him. But Herod did not tell them that he really had an evil plan in mind to kill the new king. The wise men followed the star towards Bethlehem, where it said that the king would be born in the old writings. It seemed to stop and shine directly down upon the place where Jesus was, where Jesus was. The wise men entered the house where they now lived and found Jesus with Mary. They bowed down and worshiped him. The wise men spread the gifts they had brought before Jesus. The gifts were gold, friend, mm, fra friend, mm. yeah, that's an interesting word. 
I have never seen this in my life. Frankincense. Frankincense. The gifts were gold. Frankincense. Frank, frankincense and myrrh. The wise men were warned in a dream by God not to go back to Herod. So they returned home to their countries in the east by a different way. When the wise men had gone, an angel appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, the angel said, and uh, take Jesus and Mary and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for Jesus to kill him. So Joseph got up, took Jesus and Mary, and during the night they left for Egypt where he stayed until Herod died. When Herod realized that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was furious and gave orders to kill all the boys aged two or younger in Bethlehem and the surrounding area. This was to try and kill the new king, as his plan to find the location of the new king from the wise men had failed. After Herod died, Joseph had another dream in which an angel appeared to him. The angel said, Get up, take Jesus and Mary, and go back to Israel. For those who were trying to kill Jesus are dead. So Joseph got up, took Jesus and Mary, and they went back to Israel. But when he heard that Herod's son was now king of Judea, he was afraid to go there. So they went to Galilee. So they went to Gal So they went to Galilee and lived in their old town of Nazareth. Ah man. It's been a while since I've heard or read that story. Uh, but I remember it all the same. It was the same Christmas tale that I, it was the same Christmas tale that I remember. And that is how Jesus was born. Uh, you see, the people around you are pretty much who make you. They, they are the ones who push you. They are the ones who motivate you. The people around you are the people who end up shaping you, who end up helping you grow and evolve and this is the time where you celebrate the people that are close to you this is the time where you say thank you we've gotten through another year together and we'll get and we'll get through another year next year but today we feast we rejoice the year is over we have done our jobs, we have done everything, and I'm still here with you all. There are a lot of things to be thankful for. And my family, my friends, as I said a couple of weeks ago, it feels like, I am very grateful for them. I'm grateful that I made it through another year. I, well, technically, there's still another week of the year, but... Uh, yeah, that's 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 what the Christmas I feel is about now. It's giving towards other. It's appreciating them through these gifts and rejoicing with them. Celebrating. That's the that's the meaning of Christmas. That all of those corny movies in the past uh, have been trying to tell you. I think I don't know. Christmas spirit. Anyways, you've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful Christmas or happy holidays, depending on whatever you guys celebrate.